Hey, hey, and welcome to the Rebel Influencer podcast with me, Leona, and I today have a very special guest who was gracing the face of your television screens for a very long time. Christina, please do introduce yourself and let everybody know who you are. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Well, I'm Christina Rihanev, probably most known for my dancing pirouettes on Strictly Come Dancing for eight long years, but I did leave the show about six years ago when I became a mom. Now I'm an owner of So Yoga Wellbeing Center in Northampton and do lots of different classes for babies and children and adults and everyone basically. (laughs) Absolutely love that. So let's go back a little bit to Strictly and before, because for me, I feel like everything that we do in life layers to the next thing it it helps create um experience it helps create success for the next period in our lives and you did spend a massive eight years on Strictly you were incredible I cannot dance like I have literally two left feet but I used to love watching you do your thing on Strictly and look fabulous in those fabulous outfits by the way which can I just say hello You are still looking incredible over there, down there in uh, sunny Cornwall today. (laughs) There's no cameras. And I was like, but you're beautiful. So let's talk about your experience on Strictly. What did that teach you? What did that help you gain for business? Because for me, business is wild. And I know TV is just as wild. Do you know what? Coming on Strictly Come Dancing was such a revelation for myself because I didn't really know anything about the world of television at all. It was just about sort of transitioning from professional career into into another dancing sort of um, career. And when I came on Strictly, there were so many new things I didn't know about. That's how to deal with big exposure for the public and the press and the pressure and you know, it, it was really, really um, um, different, you know, from everything I've done before. Because in professional ballroom dancing, you kind of, it really is all about your level of skill. You know, you, you, you obviously compete, you're getting your um, competitions all around the world. And it's about the level of your performance and so on. So it's a relentless um, journey of like literally working very, very hard competing and flying around the world, taking lessons, you're not really making any money or whatever you make, you put exactly back right away into development of your dancing. So when I came on the show, nobody kind of really told me what it's going to be all about. I just thought, well, okay, I'll teach some dancing and off I go. But, um, you know, there is such a thing as a, as a, as a public profile and exposure and sort of in a way being famous, which is never something which, I wanted to to have in my life or was really bothered about it, to be honest. Because when I grew up um, in ballroom dancing world, shows like this didn't exist. So none of us really, the generation of dancers of sort of... Um, my ear we love our our um our passion for dancing was literally just for dancing because we want to be the best as we could be and when we you got on strictly and you have all this the press the pressure of being certain person you know in the public eye it was very very um difficult to deal with to be to be honest is that intrusion to your private life and and all of a sudden everybody has something to say about it and about you from the way you look from the way you dress and what you say 
and it isn't any longer about dancing you almost become um sort of your your own personality kind of um like and like you acting it out you know who you are sort of in the public and it, it's really, really hard. Actually, it's 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 not really something I I kind of embraced. If you wish, I I think some people really love that, and they just sort of want to be on the show because of that. But for me, it was always just purely about dancing, and you know, and I wish it stayed that way. But unfortunately, <laughs> it was always a lot of interest and a lot of other things in my life, nothing to do with dancing. It was about who I was dating and all this kind other things which was yeah kind of a very hard pill to swallow so do you think so there's two questions that have hit a do you think the pressure as a female is different in the industry to being a male 100 percent. i i believe 100 percent in that because i think us ladies we get really drags remarks sometimes with even if you dressed wrong or you look this certain way or whatever it is i mean our guys and strictly they were like gods everybody loved them they could do no wrong you know they always like sort of had a um kind of um a, a good press positive press if you wish and and all of the girls a lot of the girls are, are on strictly i can obviously say only of, of my peers who i know what was happening during my years we always had something negative going on, you know, and obviously I was no stranger to that. And people, oh, she's of weight or like, you know, she's this and she's that or was that she's wearing or what she's. And it's just constant, you know, constant negativity. And you think like, wow, you know, I, I just, you know, I just thought it always going to be about my level of dancing and that will be it. But no, it's not. And I think, unfortunately, I think, yeah, women get much more, um, you know, of that negative press. How do you think we can turn that around as a society? Because for me, I know that I've um, years ago stopped reading, you know, certain glossies and certain magazines. And I've stopped engaging in kind of social media content that really isn't as positive. But I feel like there's so much more that we can do as women because I, I actually feel like women are most of the time the most horrible to each other it is true sadly and I think people like yourself and and um, everyone kind of a, in 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 your surroundings and my surroundings you know if we can get get kind of together on board for for this kind of cause we probably can make eventually that sort of you know cultural change but it, it will take so long so long i think because sadly you're right the stabbing and the negativity most of times actually came from women you know and and it, it i'm sure you you you've dealt with that too and and it's just really sad how women are very horrible to each other and it's really sad because um, I don't know why is it that, that this way, particularly maybe jealousy, maybe some other you know things. But um, you know we've got we've got to we've got to you know help each other to to drive that cultural change. Absolutely, and it is bigger than a hashtag. So it's not just about you know hashtag you know women supporting women. It's it's more than a hashtag. It's how we think and feel and how we approach those conversations and how we approach those situations. I just think it's 
we have the power as women to change things, but we all must be united in the same direction. And I think that's going to take a lot of work. So how do you think things have changed for you since you left Strictly? So obviously, press attention, I presume, isn't as much as it was when you were on the show. Yes, of course, when you don't have that sort of 13, 14 million exposure, you know, every Saturday, you know, it's 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 different. I mean, there was some, I suppose, um, still interest a couple of first years after I left the show. I was still doing quite a bit of TV work and um, we did some, you know, photo shoots with the family and my little one. But I think once I kind of start getting my head around of building the business, the So Yoga Wellbeing Center, it just kind of all became about that that sort of, you know, um, uh, sort of well-being, yoga. And, mm-hmm. and my heart turned around and I thought, like, I actually don't want anymore to be um, in those glossy magazines. It's not really me, you know. I, it's not what I'm about now. Um, I can wear a different hat and I definitely can put tanning on and a couple of rows of eyelashes and, <laughs> you know, and, and be Christina from Strictly. And sometimes I deep into that world if I have, let's say, like a dancing gig or show but now I'm like my you know um, yoga leggings all day long and working with with people and you know doing yoga meditation and so on uh, classes and I just kind of thought like I just don't want to be in those magazines anymore so I started turning down you know some some interview requests and I think eventually people kind of forgot about me <laughs> strictly so I kind of start specifically get, getting more into um, holistic magazines you know like yoga magazines and kind of if the interview request would come I was like I can only comment on anything I know as a yoga teacher as a well-being meditation coach so I start gradually making that transition and though it takes time and it doesn't have that much exposure um, I'm happy with that I'm absolutely absolutely okay with that so I think you just have to make a conscious decision and also be okay with that be comfortable with that so we have somebody to thank for um for today's podcast and that is Amy Polly now Amy Polly is somebody that I absolutely love dearly and if you're not introduced to her I'm definitely going to introduce you to her she found in something called the mental health rebellion and she's big on mindfulness which I know you are absolutely into mindfulness and taking care of yourself from a holistic point of view let's talk about that let's talk about so yoga what you and ben are doing together why that was devised how that came about and what's happening in the future with it because we're excited um, it was something we just wanted to create together, a family business, which we can hopefully pass on to the children. Uh, we both obviously love fitness, love well-being. Yoga being part of my life since 2001, when I moved to um, America and discovered yoga. At that point, it was Bikram yoga, hot yoga, and I just absolutely loved it. I had zero knowledge about what yoga was mm-hmm. um, previously, and all of a sudden, I just kind of dived deep into it, and, and I just love how it made me feel physically emotionally and um, um, obviously as a professional competitive dancer it, it is full-on kind of you know travels and stress of competitions and so on and the judgment of course which comes with with being sort of like in that kind of top field of, of competitive dancers so yoga gave me that um, how would I say like a, a 
a mindful and meditative but active you know still um kind of way to rest because when you're in the yoga class you don't talk you focus just on yourself it's you and your sort of practice and i love that it was a workout for my mind and body and i learned that breast work i learned those relaxation techniques which can help me so much during my competitive career and I start using it before uh, competition as a warm up, you know, just breath work, couple of maybe yoga poses. And at that time, some people were like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, but um, it eventually kind of really helped. And I kind of felt like it got me to a very good state of mind where it was just focusing on me and nothing else kind of around was, was, was bothering me. And I think that's what yoga really gives you. Um, it gives you that focus of the mind, you know, clarity, because that's what it was designed. You know, a lot of people kind of don't really know history of yoga, but many months ago, many centuries ago, we're talking about 5,000 years ago. Yoga wasn't actually practiced by women. Women weren't allowed mm -hmm. to, to know that sacred sort of uh, philosophy of yoga. And it was actually designed to calm the young warrior's mind, to prepare them for what, hence why in yoga so many names of the poses, like warriors and sages and so on. So it was kind of designed as a system to calm the young warrior's mind, to keep them focused and so on. So I almost felt like that's, that's what it gave me during my competitive career so when we when I had a family and Ben and I talked about what we want to create it was that sort of you know well-being center for everyone really mostly from young parents like we were you know with a baby what do you do you want to work out but you don't have childcare. so it was very important to us to create a space where young moms can bring the kids and put them into crash and go work out and everyone in between so that that's how it all came about and we just wanted to be in one place you know have a family business we're both passionate about educating people about technique and the right way is working out and, and the right way to build your build your fitness we have lots of people who come to us who never worked out before and they're very scared they're very feel intimidated and a lot of times they don't want to go to the gyms because they feel like they're out of place but we specifically known for that kind of you know, um, space where everybody can be themselves, your whole self, whoever you are, whatever you are, regardless of age, ability or disability. So, you know, that's really was the ethos of our business. And, um, well, you know, <laughs> we've opened in June 2019 and nine months later, like many, many other businesses, we had to close due to pandemic. Obviously, do you know what? If you had a crystal ball and you looked into the future and seen two years of lockdowns and then financial crisis and recession, probably <laughs> wouldn't open the business, you know, would have done something different. But, you know, nobody could predict that. And you can't really put things like that into your uh, business plan, you know, doing things like this. So it's been a hell of a journey, an exhausting one. Along the way, um, you know, I've made loads of mistakes, but I also learned so, so much. That sort of whole uh, process of building business from scratch is invaluable. And in the future, what I'm looking to is actually have that um, kind of the courses and the kind of online school to help people to transition into a biz like, you know, a different type of business maybe or work to make that switch, to make the change. Because I know lots of 
people want to move from corporate world into maybe becoming a yoga fitness teacher mm-hmm. and um you know like i know these things are very scary as they were for me but now i kind of been through that i know what to do and mainly what not to do and i think that's where i want to go next so that that's a little bit how so yoga came about and what the future is I am so excited like my brain is literally popping with things that you guys can do like as a whole another conversation over a cup of tea but definitely 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 <laughs> um I'm excited I feel so blessed that you have joined me here today you're taking time out of your family holiday so I don't want to keep you much longer but I well just, anything I... for you you know that Leona, <laughs> I'm always happy to uh to be by your side and you know just um you're doing a lot of great work and um i admire you very very much and it's not just the words so thank you for having me of well course. the love is definitely mutual and i couldn't think of anybody more perfect for these interviews because you really do capture for me what a rebel influencer is so for me somebody that's a rebel influencer somebody that's doing something slightly different it is standing in their own because i think in this day and age we are so conditioned to kind of be put in a box and i love the way that you are unapologetically out of your box and you stand in <laughs> and i absolutely love that about you so thank you so much for tuning in today guys thank you christina for joining me and enjoy the rest of your holiday